smack like bloody um, bowl, of ch- uh, bowl of sugar pops. That amazing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, how do ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to our first attempt. I say attempt very loosely. A live podcast. If you guys are listening to this at home later on or in your car, this is episode six. That's right, Tom. Six. Uh, yeah, I think so. We're on episode six already. Six already. Yeah, six weeks of doing this. It's really, really cool. Um, so yeah, as uh, uh, yeah, we're, we're trying this. I'm gonna kind of give you a bit of a brief of what we're doing here, ladies and gents. For anyone who's watching this live or watches the video back later on on our youtube we're actually doing a live paint session so i'm going to be painting uh, and the boys are kind of just here chatting with me that we're going to go through a topic today and have our usual discussions and if this works we'd love to see this go a bit further for us to do more live sessions and stuff and kind of paint alongs and stuff and the idea here is i suppose to get people to come in and say hello ask us a question and just shit like that really and then we can we can kind of hopefully answer some questions for you uh, explain what i'm doing um so i've got my hand currently on the screen and my hospitaler so we're gonna be painting this bad boy today so uh yeah i'm excited but we've got two of the boys with us tonight we've got first tau tom lawmaster tom how are you sir hey how do i'm not bad thanks how are you both mate i'm i'm grand mate it's a, it's a thursday i've got one day left for work Oh, buzzing. I know. It's a sun- Sunday if you listen to it on the podcast, but it's a Thursday if you're watching us right now. It's like... Oh, it almost a Thursday. It's like a fourth wall, breaking within a fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> Dead point Back to the future. It's good well, shit. To the, well, back to the... Um, yeah. What's the one? Back to the past. Yeah. And Is that, that right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that, ladies and gents, for you listening at home, the illiteracy uh, amongst us all is Mike. How are you going, mate? Goodbye. No, I'm doing too bad. Not to do. I'm gonna join you in a bit of painting, mate. But I'm gonna do some accursed. Do some some naughty boys, are you, mate? Paint with some of these little naughty boys. Some of the naughty Actually, boys. Got I'm gonna strap a glove on, which is gonna sound really weird, but I am because I don't want to rub the paint off this. Um, so yeah. So um, first and foremost, cheers, ladies and gents, for last episode. We had 91 boys, 91 viewers. It's going up every week. <laughs> incredible love it it is incredible it. it's kind of getting to where we want to be with stuff which is what's exciting for me it seems like we're getting somewhere um i'm just going to cu- currently share this on my facebook see what happens i've been lost my yoohoo glue nice so anywho um yes thank oh. you very much 91 viewers 91 uh, listeners and um, yeah, podcast aficionados from last episode, which is amazing. Thank you very much for your support. I'm just going to give you a little bit of ASMR here. Oh, fuck yeah. Loving that shit. I couldn't, I couldn't hear it. You couldn't hear it? <laughs> the good, wow. wait, I, I just, it just sounded like you nutted and you went, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sound to it. Start, start, start as we mean to go on. Um, so yeah, so we, we did have a really, really good view account last time. Uh, we've got a few more followers as well, which is great. Um, and today's topic, we're going to be discussing just in general how to get started in uh, Warhammer in general and kind of where do you go? How do you start it? Where do you learn? Because it's it's a vast hobby, right, boys? This is stuff. This is something that takes oh, a long time to do. Enormous. Yeah. Just gonna use some black for anyone watching. Some, some Vallejo black. Um, so yeah, it's an enormous hobby to get into, and it's not something that's very easy for you to just to go ahead and go and do without 
prior knowledge to it because it's expensive as well so you don't want to go out there and buy mm-hmm. some shit that you can't really use and then feel like a bit of a a bit of a waster so uh, we're going to go through that but first and foremost let's do what we always do let's have a bit of a catch-up a bit of a touch-up on what we've been up for last weekend so uh mike do you want to go first what have you been up to this last week mate well yeah to be fair we haven't done the intro we need to do the uh, old classic um luke intro first I'm going to let well, you do that, mate, because he, he says I always take piss out of him. So if you do it, then it's someone else taking the piss out of him and not just me. I don't know. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Uh, grab a bu- brew, have a pew, see you in two if you're in the loo. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I'll do. <laughs> have some milk, stick it in, put a bag in it, in your bin. In your bin. In your bin. Yeah. There you, you go. Fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got. I don't have the uh, the shazaz that Luke has. Stuff like that off a soft spot. Is it shazaz that we're calling it? Is that what we're calling it? It's going to have to be because I can't think of another word that we'd call it. Shazam! The magic, the magic has come. So yeah. So what you've been up to, uh, the mic, since yeah. we've done the official Luke Gibbs intro, and he's now satisfied, even though he's not here. He's apparently. Doing a pub quiz with friends, I say in quotation marks. Because his only oh, friends we all know are here. So I don't know yeah. who he's with. Yeah. What have you been up to then, mate? So, What's your week been like? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. I'm just I'm just trying to get this you hoo Uh so in terms of models and stuff, basically, um painting up this possessed unit like far more than it really should be, for to say that only worth whatever kind of point value they are uh get, trying it well you know as, as some people probably know we are going to warhammer world and we both me and scott have a well even you tom as well don't you? you've got a bunch of uh models that need kind of off and prepping for for the uh for the day so a plethora yeah wow. just been what? an absolute plethora of models Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think we worked it out. You, you, you've got about thirty Scott or something like that. Yeah, thirty six last count. So I've got. Um, I'll, I'll go through mine in a minute, mate. You go through what you've got. Yep. All right. Well, okay. So yeah, I've got around thirty six or so. Too. I've got just finished off this possessed. I've got some havocs. Uh, I've got uh, a bad and dis- uh, the despoiler. Uh, I've got some um, accursed. I've got some blooded uh, guardsmen coming as well. So. Got yeah, I've seen them. Aren't they the new through. ones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they look sound. You can run them in chaos now. That's really, really yeah, cool. They used to be the, the, the kill team, but yeah, they look really good, mate. Uh, and obviously, when I'm going to have to get that guardsman box, I'm going to see if our lass will get me it for, for Christmas if she's uh, <laughs> if she's listening. If she's feeling so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to need that guard box, so I'll probably end up going to have another arm and collect. I don't know whether to keep the Raven Guards still or whether to put them at, you know, trade them for Guardsmen, but they have always been a sucker for the Guardsmen, so... Yeah, you've only just I'm, put I'm, your Raven Guards. I know I have, Raven that's the problem, yeah. <laughs> I literally traded an army for this Raven Guard, and I'm going to sell that bloody army to maybe get Guardsmen, so... Absolute sellout. I know, I know. Absolute sellout. We'll see, we'll see. I, I don't know yet, we'll see. We'll see what goes on. I might be able to, I might just have them all at once and... Have a little party with them all, but we'll see. But anyway, yeah, the, the overall, just been painting through these possessed um, and quite a, a curse, and then just trying to get ready for that warm world, yo. What about you, Scott? What have you been doing, mate? I have been busy this week, so I've been away with work as well, which is is like 
like I said last night. So um, we'll kind of go through it like a little bit. So we've we've touched on it before. We are looking currently at doing some battle reports, right? That's the plan. So we've been working yeah. with a local game shop. Uh, so actually, it's two local game shops. But the main one we've been working with is a game shop in Sheffield called Outpost. Now, Outpost, we normally go there and actually play play games on a Sunday. So um, we've been speaking to those guys about actually renting space or speaking to them about you know potentially having some space in their spare room that they've got. So like like Luke is in his mom's spare room. We want to do that. But instead of being instead of being a disappointing son, well, we want to try. We want to be in Luke's spare room. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to listen to this. That is going to love this. But yeah, in, instead of us being a disappointing son, we want to actually try and make something of ourselves. <laughs> so um, yeah, the plan is the plan is we're going to kind of go and see those guys, have a chat with the manager there, a guy called Dan. Really nice guy. We have a chat with Dan, and we're going to see if we can actually get some space there. Now, my dream would be to have enough space where we can have our logo on the wall um, and have our setup there, so like uh, the lights and stuff there. So all we do is literally turn up with our our armies, turn up with the cameras, press go, and we are we are recording. That's the dream, right? That's what we want. So we will see how that goes. But in the meantime, so we were supposed to be there uh, Wednesday night. We were supposed to be there, but I finished work and I was in London. Um, I finished work so late, uh, we missed our chat with Dan. So we're, we're waiting now until next week to have a chat with Dan. So it's been a bit full on. So work has been um, very, very, very busy for me recently. But we are um, painting, as you said quite rightly, for Warhammer World. I've got roughly 36 models left to go by the 23rd. So a lot. Um, for anyone who's watching on camera, you can see currently I have... 20 Battle Sisters that I've just finished. I'm currently painting um, a, a character which is a Hospitaller. Um, I've do, I've got four of my Repentia left to do, three Arco Flagellants left to do, five Sacrosants, a Repentia Superior, ten Novites, five Zephyrim, an Inquisitor, and a Rhino to do in eight days, nine days. So yeah, it's going to be absolute balls to the wall. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it, but I'm going to try my best. Um, this goes on and on, mate. You're know, sorry, mate. This goes on and on, doesn't it? It does, mate. It really, really does. Like the list is endless. And the worst thing is, is like the Novites. So this is what annoys me about the Novites. That they are really, really, really low point models, and they're they're part of a kill team, but you can use them in 40k. So it's just like your cheapest troop option. So I've got them, but you get 10, and you can't do less than 10. So I can't just do five, like it comes as a ten and you have to use them as a ten. Why am I using such a small brush? Fuck this, let me change this around. Um yeah, you have to use them as a ten, which is frustrating because then I've got ten to paint. And the thing with my sisters, for anyone, let me just put this one down and kind of show camera for anybody who is watching. The thing with my sisters is they have black cloaks with white innards and they have red armor with black weapons, and it's just a, it's just a whole cacophony of colors it's not very easy the coffin you like that don't you it's not it very i thought you said whole company <laughs> what i thought you said whole company like you get so you just get angry and the hulk smash them all and can't get them. <laughs> yeah it's a whole cacophony of colors so it basically it and the worst thing is is like i i've airbrushed them red so painting Ooh. black over them is fine it probably takes one maybe two coats if i'm doing it nice and thin so it, it, it retains the detail but painting white over them fucking hell 
it's like four coats of grey and then a coat of light grey and then finally white. So it's just a lot well, of work. Off topic, but what well, sort of off topic, but what I start I, what I find to do, you know, if you're painting a red armor or anything like that. Yeah. Do a one by one one by one a bad and black with like a red or whatever. Then it just gives you so much like you know, ability to bring up the lightness and the contrast and stuff. Yeah, that's fine with red, but I've so I've I've sprayed these black originally. So I already black, yeah. let me have a look. I've got one that I've nearly that I've just only just sprayed. Let me just show it again. So this is one that I've done earlier. So basically it was black undercoat and then a red spray, like eighty percent, ninety percent of it red, and then a zenithal spray of a brighter red, and then just an individual highlight spray of the final red. So the red armor's done. It needs a little bit of trim work and it needs a little bit maybe a little bit of final work. But the majority of the, the armor itself is actually just is done. But it's then it's all the details around it. And the worst thing is is like the well, worse and best thing. The sisters are quite dynamic with the poses. But then mm -hmm. they've got like they've got like a flowing piece of uh, fucking carpet or whatever it is, like between the legs, and the legs are like crisscrossed. So then you've got to take them off the base to paint the crisscross, which you know no one's going to see. But it'll take that one person to pick it up and look, and they'll see it's there, and you know it's there, and they just spot your your whole entire paint job. And I just can't live with like, that. Like someone just come in, kind of walk into armor. Hang on a minute. <laughs> spin it upside down and go. What's this shit? It's a gap like that. I'm doing it right now, mate. I'm literally painting. The underside of a armor plate black. Now you're probably not going to see it, but because it's a white undercoat on the model that I've done here, you are going to. I'm going to see it, and I know it's there. I'll see it. I can't I'll let it. Everything. I can't let it go, mate. Uh, Thomas, what have you been up to, mate? Apart from the, the day job. Um. Yeah. Lots of day job. Lots of unpacking uh, in the new house. Um, I went to Alton Towers yesterday for a bit of a break with uh, some very, very good friends. Um, Can't be that good because I weren't fucking there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that, mate. Start that shit. Yeah, go on, mate. <laughs> you, you guys are also some very, very good friends, just uh, slightly different. Um, <laughs> You're so worried about um, Michael pissing everywhere. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Or, or just getting a random ball out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Indecent, you want VIP, don't you? Indecent exposure. <laughs> Skip the queue. Yeah. <laughs> Skip the queue oh. back into. Yeah. <laughs> Grab a brew. Skip the queue back into Alton Towers with you. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, at the minute, I'm building. I know it's short notice, and I know I'm not got any chance of getting everything painted for the twenty third. But I thought at least I will get stuff built so it's there and I don't have to proxy stuff away like uh, like I've done for the last half dozen matches we've had. So what are you been That's building, a classic Tom move, that. Yeah, it's classic. It's not going to be something shit either. It's going to be like something out of Ford World. It's going to be a gun down. Like a toenail. on top of a bloody, yeah, like like four rail cannons on it. So it's going to absolutely destroy everyone. Yeah, boys, so I was, working, I, was, I was working on some stuff and basically I built this toenail. Oh, fucking sick. <laughs> That's what it's doing. No. No, it's uh, it's not nearly that exciting, unfortunately. So, I'm I'm not sure how you guys have been keeping up with the tower rules, but remember in Eighth Edition where I could take five man squads of fire warriors, yeah, yeah, hmm. and I could just have three or four squads of them, yeah. Um, you can't do that anymore. No, you can't. It's all changed to tens. Yes, and I I've got to have ten fire warriors in a squad. Okay. Now, in my infinite wisdom, I bought a couple of box sets where I built 
fire squads differently. So I have a squad of five creatures with the with the pulse shotguns, pulse blasters. Mm -hmm. I've got another squad of five with pulse carbines. Um, and then the rest of them have got pulse rifles. So the pulse rifles aren't too aren't too much of an issue. But um, these two squads with pulse carbines and pulse blasters are okay. now they well I, I need them in my list for, if we're going to make 1500 points so uh, i've had to go out and buy a, another fire warrior set um so i can build them up for the other five of the five that i've already built um so now it's panicking and i've got another box of pathfinders that need building as well wow because i'm an absolute moron <laughs> That's, that's a lot. So, building, are we talking base coat, or are we not going to have time for that, do you reckon? Well, is it, is these fire warriors, I don't with wanna, the last... I don't want to shit oh. on, your, on, your, on your strawberries, mate, but as far as I'm aware, Warhammer World requires at least uh, one colour of paint. Base coat, innit? Yeah. yeah. Can you get them based in time, Tom? Well, the, the fire warriors, I thought it was a good idea to spray the sprue. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. Bit don't bit don't, so don't the, do that, Martin, number two. Yeah. I've, um, <laughs> I've been sat on these for the last four or five months now because I just couldn't be bothered. Um, because I've sprayed them and I knew it was a massive mistake and now they're a pain in the house to build. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now I, now I... Well, now I need them. I, um, I'm kind of putting them together and regretting all my life decisions. Um, my Pathfinders, what I might do is get them... Get them built, and then find somewhere to uh, spray them black. <laughs> and then uh, I'll go with black, and I'll put a white helmet on a couple of them. You are so prepared, oh, mate. I've been, I've been so horrifically busy with work. So horrifically busy with work. Criminals aren't going to rest themselves, mate. Oh no. I know. Imagine that one day. Tom, you're no longer needed. The criminals have all started arresting them. Oh, fucking hell. I've just lost my job. My entire career. <laughs> well, hey, I can go and build that Pathfinder squad I've been putting up for yeah, ages. I can finally build them a Warhammer like a week later. I'm so hollow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it sounds, mate. It sounds like you've uh, you've got a lot on them, mate. So do you reckon you'll be done by the 23rd, by Warhammer World? Uh. I should be. I might have to tweak my list and take some different things and take out that extra Pathfinder squad, but we'll see what it comes to. But, mate, I've, I had a look the other day and I was like, if I remove my Novites, that's 20 models, and I can just do a Penitent Engine. And then that, the back, yeah. of it, back of my mind was like, mm -hmm. but if I do a Penitent Engine, I've just lost some Objective Secure. Oh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> and it's just yeah. so, diff it's so difficult. To make a really good list that's actually quite competitive and also get it painted and stuff in the same time like you know like my morgan val she took 40 hours to paint celestine probably <laughs> took 25 and like i'm just trying to bang like 20 sisters probably took 20 hours like an hour per sister i think is quite quick but when you consider i've still got 32 models to do and currently all i'm doing is painting a backpack on a fucking hospitaler this is going to take me a long time. And the worst thing is, You're as just... well, I can't get into my position where I paint because my camera's there and I need to make sure it's centre camera. <laughs> just, just do some speed paint, mate. Honestly, that's, that's the only way you're going to get through all the chaff. Yeah, I know, Speed mate. paint. I might have to. I'm just low. I mean, I'm, 
That's what I'm going to do. So I can get, just so I can get it for Warmer World, I'm just going to lay down the, the speed thing and then I'll just come back later and probably highlight over it to make it a bit better. Otherwise, there's no chance in it. I think my toxic trait is a lot of time is when I build an army, I'll put something in, I'll buy it. That's good, that. I'll go and buy it and then I'll, a minute later, I'll be actually, that's a bit shit that I'll, I'll change it around. And then before you know it, I've just lost, taken what I just bought out and then it's already delivered and I'm like... Pointless. Oh, that's come off, so that's fine. I can re-glue that later, so that's just saving me a rate job. What does that even attach to? What the fuck is that? <laughs> a little piece of like parchment's just come off where the glue's not quite set. I think it just sits on there. But like the entire back is now open for me to paint. Why did I not yeah. do that? I've just looked at the stream and um saw that come off in your hand and I'm like, oh no, he's gonna have to spend eight hours painting all that now, isn't he? Yeah, it's easy, mate. It's easy stuff. Easy stuff. Um I'm, I'm uh, much better with it having the space to be fair, mate. You know, I was thinking just that as well. Go on, mate. Off topic, maybe. Um, you know, I was saying that like, it keeps going on all these models and all that. Yeah, yeah. It kind of links in. I was just, I was speaking to to my girlfriend earlier, and uh, I said to her, do you, "Do you remember that old fairy advert back in the nineties, where it's like, is it done yet? I'm like, <laughs> not quite yet. Is it ready yet? Not yet. That's literally how it is when you're an adult with warmer. Is like, Are they yeah. done yet? Not quite yet. <laughs> forever, just forever waiting. It never finishes. Yeah, and no. Like, two years later, it's finally done. And it's too late. <laughs> That's literally Warhammer. That is literally Warhammer, mate. Yeah, that is literally Warhammer. So uh, let's, I suppose then, now that we've had a catch-up, let's get on to today's topic. So today's topic, ladies and gentlemen listening at home, and uh, ladies and gentlemen watching on the stream, uh, today's topic is getting into Warhammer. So how do you start? How do you get there? How does it look? What's the best way to do it? Where do you find all the information that you need? With all this and more, we'll be on today's episode. So basically, I kind of wanted to, to think about our audience and thinking like, okay, we've got a lot of people that probably either don't know what Warhammer is or, as Linia said before, as Dan said before, people who maybe didn't have the information that they needed when they were kids, when they were younger, to be able to play Warhammer or even felt it was a bit too geeky to play Warhammer. And now they're in a position where they've actually got... Oh, I've just fucking put red on my fucking head there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is me chatting away while trying to paint. Oh, no. Let me save you. I saved 90% of it. That's fine. I can, I can fix that. Uh, yeah, or in a position where actually now that they're older, they've got the money that they need to be able to play Warhammer. But they don't know where to get started now because they're, they're older. So this is kind of the topic that I wanted us to discuss today. So... We'll discuss kind of how we, a very brief overview again of how we got into it, and then also where we go for our stuff and for our information. So um, I'll, I'll start us off, uh, so you guys have got a kind of an idea of what I'm talking about. So when I first started, um, I walked into a Warhammer shop, it was Games Workshop uh, back then, and it was in Doncaster in the Colonnades. Colonnades, baby. Yeah, man. And I went in there uh, with my granddad because we saw some cool models in the window. And it's like a window display where, you know, it was like, I remember it specifically. It was a boat filled with high elves and they were jumping off the boat and fighting on the land, a horde of orcs. And I thought, that looks sick, that. Like, Lord of the Rings and stuff wasn't out by then. Like, this was all like just fantasy, right? Nobody really knew what fantasy was. Um, unless you read the Lord of the Rings books or unless you read like Hobbit or anything like that, like, you didn't really know what fantasy was. So it was exciting to kind of see it and be like, ah, oh, shit, they're, they're like, you can play them. 
that's not like in my imagination anymore. So I went in, had a conversation with the manager there, and I've got to say, I'm sure you boys will back me up on this, but all the Games Workshop managers are extremely knowledgeable. Oh, yeah. They, they were really know their shit. They were back then, <laughs> Mike, from in shape. <laughs> now they're just nah, salesmen. Yeah. Um, yeah, Mike, so... Go on. Do you remember the guy in in, in that in in Donny one? They were, it was always extremely always over the top. Yeah, he and was. He was doing, and it, it looked like uh, it looked like um, what was that wrestler? Was it Kurt Ed? No, what was it called? Long blonde blonde hair. That wrestler. Triple H. Like it. Triple H. Yeah, he looked legit. He did he look like Triple, like Triple H. Triple H. Didn't he? You I listen to me, brother. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> I uh, I loved all the shit like that, and when I went in, I started chatting away to him and stuff. And um, Triple H basically said to me, um, "What do you like? Do you like orcs and stuff?" And I was like, like, like "No, I don't like orcs. I like I like the greater good stuff. I like all the good stuff." And he's like, "Cool. Um, why don't you look at the humans, the the Empire?" And uh, he it was very clever, very good salesman. He uh, made he gave me a list, and I kind of my granddad was stood outside at the time, just like waiting for me, having a having a sick. <laughs> And um, he said, oh, here you go. Here's a pen and paper. You tell me what you're after. I'll tell you what looks good. And then we'll make you a list. And I took it back to him. And he kind of took it away with him and stuff. Um, Christmas Day, I got nothing but Warhammer. Everything I wanted, Warhammer. It was paint. It was glue. It was knives. It was boxes upon boxes upon boxes of the stuff. And it was everything. And I learned it from there, having the book and learning it and kind of guessing how to play it and stuff. I remember, fucking hell, there was a thing like Playmobil. Right when uh, Mike was a little bit younger, um, and he, he we we put the Playmobil on either side of the the floor, using the Warhammer rules and tried to play a game of Warhammer with Playmobil <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't have the figures, so we didn't know what we were doing. So uh, Claude Johnson has just said, "I don't believe I have a clue. I don't what." I uh, don't believe I have a clue of what Warhammer is. So Warhammer is what I'm painting right now, my friend. So Warhammer is a, a miniatures game, tabletop game, where you roll dice based on your miniatures. Each miniature is different and does different things. And each army is different and does different things. And it's basically like a tabletop tactics game. It's very, very cool. We love it. Um, but yeah, that's what got me into Warhammer. So um, Mike, what about hmm. you, mate? Uh, you know, I, I, I think I already mentioned this before. So, uh, my first introduction was to my brother. He had Gorka Morka. Um, it was a game that they brought out prior to other stuff. I think it might be one of the first kind of stuff before before it came. Maybe it was where you played basically uh, played orcs and you kind of built a, a, and a, it was more like a, a story based thing, a bit like what Dungeons and Dragons is these days, I think, but more orcish and and whatnot. And uh, and from there, I kind of played with that, and then. Uh, we, I went in one day with him to see what else they had, um, and then, yeah, it was the same as you. It was just like like loads of stuff back then. And I mean, and we're talking like what, like early two thousand nineteen. So, so the games consoles and stuff weren't even at any any kind of level of what it is today. So you'll play. You basically, if you played like PS one game, whatever, or even earlier than that, they were just shite, weren't they? They weren't they were like shy. you couldn't. They weren't like you know appealing and like visually. It was a bit like anything you have to imagine yourself, basically, like the cool stuff in your head. You couldn't just <laughs> you couldn't get a game to do that. So when you saw like you said all these miniatures and stuff, it was like whoa. And then and then obviously I went in and so like chosen army. I think I went with Black Templars. I, think I went with the Space Marines. Yeah, I kind of it seems to be kind of everyone's first go to, isn't yeah, it? You it go with the good guys. So you just start there and 
I think from there, then, and then one day, I think my brother went in and just being a nice brother and all that, bought me some models and he brought them back and he, and he, he obviously, he thought he got the right ones. It turned out to be chaos that he got me instead. Um, slippery slope there, there Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then ever since then, I kind of I appreciated more the evil side of, of the models. And that's why I started collecting things like Tyranids, uh, uh, chaos and stuff. And then moved away from the old emperor people, the old good boys. And, uh, yeah. So, Kind of, yeah, mine started from my brother, really. That's, that's, how it, that's how it kind of snowballed into where it is now. Into where it is now. What about you, Thomas? Mm. So, um, I didn't get into it when I was a kid, like um, like you boys did. Uh, because when I was a kid, I was too busy um, chasing women and uh, failing miserably. Uh, yeah. Famous yeah. Ladies, man. And um, generally... <laughs> generally failing miserably <laughs> so um i was out with mates and uh, and just chilling but I'd, i had no idea that warmer was a thing until i went to college um and met another quite well, i say quite a good friend he, he's a very very good friend he's uh, he's quite like a brother to me um who said oh i i do this model collecting um do you want to come with me to the it, again it was games workshop back then um, and just see what it's all about and th- this is what it is this is what a space marine is um, a, a bit like what we've done on the, uh, on the podcasts uh, episode what one through five yeah, yeah. this is episode six um, so it, we did that and then we went into the games workshop in Rotherham now um, the chap I spoke to I, I'm sure is still there but um, it, it looks well he looked like a viking like if, if you imagine a blonde blonde guy with quite quite long hair and a massive beard, but he looked like a Viking. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was so incredibly knowledgeable. He was very friendly, very welcoming. Um, and he said, "Oh, well, and I, well, I said I'm I'm interested in him maybe starting and just seeing where he goes." And he showed me around everything. He showed me what all the armies do and uh, all the factions and stuff. Um, he showed me a bit of Sigma, but I, I went too fast. So he said, right, what about 40k? What, what what style do you want? Do you like aliens? Do you like the good guys or the bad guys? So uh, maybe me initially, I said, oh, I'll, I'll, I like the good guys. Great or good? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, this wasn't where the greater good mission started. This was uh, back when I played Marines. Wow. Um, and Sigma, when when did you start getting it? What year are we talking here? Um, oh, I was nineteen. So was I nineteen, eighteen, nineteen? So I'd, I had big boy money, but um, oh, yeah, I know I, I, I was about twenty. Was because... it was it still fantasy or was it Sigma by then? No, it was Sigma. Fucking hell, that is that's, that's wow, quite recent, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's what nine years ago, eight nine years ago. Um. And now he's got ten times the collection anyone else has. <laughs> yeah, and he only selects plastic, mate. Simp for it. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> the reason they call it plastic crack, mate. Plastic daddy. Plastic yeah, daddy. He oh, uh... yeah, plastic. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tom. We're, we're oh, massively <laughs> throwing you off here, mate, aren't we? Sorry. Yeah. Continue, sir. Sorry. <laughs> so Whatever you're ready, Tom. Just in your face when you say. Um, when you say that, but um, <laughs> what again? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Don't well, have to imagine it when we were both there, <laughs> Daddy. Okay, now we're discussing those anal tears again. Oh no, Daddy. <laughs> oh no. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Daddy. Hang on, mate. I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> I got it. It's the way you said it quietly in the background. That's what's so funny about it. Daddy, what's the name of <laughs> If anyone doesn't know what we're on about, go back to episode one. Oh, <laughs> right towards the end. Episode, episode two, I think it was, mate. Was was episode two, two, that, oh, sorry, episode two, right towards the end where the credits are. Oh, man. Um, Daddy? Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's all this backstory. But um, he helped me pick Marines and he, helped, he walked through what chapters they were and, and what people are doing. Um, and he walked me through um, the Raptors. Which are a Raven Guard successor chapter, um, who have almost been wiped out about hundred times, and they always keep coming back from next to nothing. But they, like in, in canon, in in the law, they're the only Space Marine chapter who will actively change their armor color, um, depending what environment that they're in. So I, I was really interested in that. I, I was well on board with that. So I got a start collecting box and a couple of the boxes. God, you can tell and, our uh, days were you doing start collecting boxes. <laughs> Fucking hell. Never had yeah. that sort of shit, mate, when I was growing up. And, uh, stop collecting boxes, not start collecting boxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, we did. Uh, yeah, I, um, no, that's, that's kind of where it all started for me. And I, I never played with anybody until I played with you guys. So... Um, Sound I, I was I was all, all <laughs> about the, the collecting and, and sitting make like building and building them is my favourite bit. Um yeah, and then like, painting them up. Mm. Yeah, it's like the, we, yeah, we broke you in then, Tom. We brought you in then. Yeah, to, pop, to pop play in, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so mm. like for that seems a long time to never actually play the game and just collect and just not do anything. I, I do it. remember chatting to you actually at Carphone, Tom. Um, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, I was I chatting away with you about it, and you were talking about the stuff that you bought and stuff. And I was like, "Oh yeah, Sam, do you play Warhammer?" And he was like, "No, nah, I never played a game." I was like, "What? Yeah. what? How did you get this far and never played a game?" I, I honestly thought you were going to turn around and spank me across the store. I, I we didn't. Did. We didn't talk. The thing is, I went. I remember where I went in because I was demonstrating a new Sony phone that came out. Other, other brands are available on better. <laughs> I took a photo of it of a model I take, painted, didn't I? And I said, oh, I showed Tom, and you were like, "Oh, that's, that's, yeah, I've got some stuff." I was like, "Oh, no way!" I was, and you were like, "Yeah, I collect." And I was like, "Oh, yeah." And then I, that's when the world became smaller because I realised that more people actually do it these days, and I, and I thought they would, and you wouldn't yeah. think. It, but, yeah. So this is it, mate. So like we we've said this before, right? About changing the stigma and stuff of it, right? Like, so I'm not going to name any names and stuff because I don't think it's very fair to do so, but. There has been places when we've turned up to certain places to buy Warhammer and the atypical, what you would imagine um, has been, has, has kind of, has been there. And it's not a, people are people, right? You do what you want to do. You do whatever makes you happy with stuff. That's not, that's not an issue whatsoever. But also there is like people of all generations, all genres, all races, creeds and colours that play Warhammer. 
it's not just what you expect it to be. Like anyone can play it, and the amount of like even girls stuff are getting into it now. Like it never yeah. used to be cool, but like for example, I was chatting to one of the girls in my team the other day about um, Warhammer because she plays D and D, and I was talking about the free model of the month and stuff that they're doing currently with Votan. And I was like, yeah, you know, if you if you're out and about and you and you come across one of the stores and you want to pick me up a Votan, that'd be amazing. She's like, I didn't know it was Votan. Sorry, but I'm getting one myself. And I was like, that's yeah. that's like that wouldn't have happened when we were kids. Yeah. But I think it's, it's everything's nice. a lot more accepting these day and age. Yeah, though it's, it's not, you know, that's the that's the thing. It's a good thing nowadays. You can just be wherever you want to be, and no one's going to give a shit. So, yeah, plus I think because we're older as well. When you're younger, you care a bit more, don't you? Like, you know, oh, what can we get caught in there doing that? But do uh, I think back when we were younger as well, though, it was a bit more a society where people were like break people down into nerds nowadays even even if i was yeah. younger at that age than i went into it nowadays it's still no one would give a shit anymore i don't think i think everything no. just like do what you want no what and, you want, what you want. and again i had a similar conversation with somebody else who at work would have i would have never in a million years said they were into fantasy and stuff but we talk about uh audiobooks and he started saying to me like oh yeah man like i'm, I'm into i've been watching uh reading this audiobook and it's about these uh, space ga- space wizards that defend the planet against this dragon and stuff, and I was like, I did not fucking expect this from you. And then I said, mm-hmm. I said like, mate, like you should really try the Horus Heresy. And I started explaining what the Horus Heresy books were like, and he's like, yeah, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to give it a go. Like he doesn't like war. He's not into Warhammer whatsoever, mm-hmm. but he likes the fantasy space aspect of it. And and it's sometimes it's like not gatekeeping people by assuming sometimes it's like let's just try like if people want to be who they want to be and want to get involved in what they're going to get involved in don't be the person that says no be the person that says yeah, yeah let me show you let me help you and that's what we should be you know like just in general that's what fucking humans should be instead of being a piece of shit we should be better <laughs> that's a good way to put it don't be a piece of shit and just help people out and be nice to people it's true though isn't it <laughs> That's the title of this podcast. Don't <laughs> be a piece of shit. Episode seven. <laughs> episode seven. That's the next one. Don't be a piece right. of shit. Do it the tower way. <laughs> Do it for the greater good. For the greater good. So on to on to uh, what we would recommend then as our recommendations and where to get started and stuff. So we're all going to have very, very, very different opinions on this because. Yeah, me and Mike kind of had the very similar style of when we got into it, but for very different reasons. So I still remember making like a bit of a gaming group with my mates, and I still remember trying to borrow a drill so I could try and make some trees to make some train. So like, that's where I kind of came from with it. Whereas like nowadays, it's it's very much like, oh, here's a box of terrain. Oh, cool, cheers, thanks. You can three D print this yeah. terrain. Oh yeah, even better, thanks. You know, there's many more options, so it's all changed. So, and many more like. Where would you guys get started if you if you were brand new to the hobby? You knew nothing about Warhammer, but you like the models. The models look kind of cool, and you want to know a little bit more about it. Where would you guys start? Well, personally, James Workshop's website, or even better, if you can get down to a Warhammer shop yourself, just to speak to somebody. Yeah. Um. Learn about different things, or if, even if you go, I'm, I've heard that there's some cool space soldiers. What can you tell me about them? Yeah. Um, the, the people in there, oh, they they will bend over backwards to help you most of the time. Um, I, I know, just like everything everywhere, there is the odd exception. But in my experience, every time you go in, especially Warhammer World, yeah, Warmer you go World. in and, and, and you ask them about something, they are so knowledgeable. They 
they can either talk you to death about it or they can give you a brief rundown. Um, whatever your preference is, really. So uh, it, if you're interested in starting, that is that's where I'd start. Um, or if you just want a background on the law, you can listen to our podcast. And, uh, and and we'll we'll run you down on uh, on all the different bits. Yeah, I think podcasts are always a good a good way to start. Like, there's one that I started listening to a long time ago called Lawhammer. Now, these guys are really good and they're really into the law. They did get a little bit annoying because they're American, and Americans are annoying. Let's be fair, but um, they got a bit annoying after oh, a little what? while. It's not controversial. It's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not controversial. It's true. Joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Everyone in America is not joking. But no, um, <laughs> I, I listened to Lawhammer and I learned a lot about the law from them, from those guys. Um, and I'd never go as in depth as they did because it's like it's a ridiculous level of, of detail in what they do. I'm not, I'm not really up for that. To be fair, it's not really my style. I, lo- I like the law and I like talking about the law, but they they went like fucking deep in the law. It's like you should have married it to go that deep in the law um so yeah so i i agree with you there tom i think podcasts and stuff like that are always a really good way to do it and also we are very blessed our local games workshop the manager is is fantastic uh, he knows his shit he really knows his stuff like if you went in there and said oh i'm playing against he knows us all anyway but like you know i'm playing against scott he's playing with his um it's just a battle and i keep losing and this keeps doing this he would go right if you're playing Tyranids, you need this model because this will counter X, Y, and Z. And then in the fight phase, make sure you do this and use this strategy. And he will tell you everything you need to do to be able to try and win that game. And he know he knows his stuff. Um, but there is they've got targets, so they're always going to say to you, aren't they? Like, oh, is that, are you just buying the one paint? Do you want, do you want some more paints? Do, do you want do you want some more models? Because that's what they are, right? It's a sales environment. It's not just a, ho- a free hobby. They are, yeah. it's not cheap either. Like they. They make a lot of money on this. Like it's one of the most profitable organisations for last year <laughs> during lockdown, because people just sat at home painting plastic miniatures. Well, most people, not me, mate. I had to work through it, didn't I? Yeah, well, yeah, I worked through it, mate. I had I had less than a mm. week off for COVID, so let's not let's not talk about that because it's a, a bitter mm. subject for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a good idea, that Tom. Where would you get started with an army? What would you recommend as your first army? Oh, um, don't say so because it takes you three years to do your turn. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't say Tau. They're uh, they're too specialised. Um, I think a good starting army would be probably mar- Marines, Space Marines. Um, I'm just trying to think of a, a decent chapter with something that does something in in every in every phase. Ultramarines. Yeah, poster boys. Yeah. Yeah, you can almost hear me thinking. Um, no, um, salamanders, they're, they're quite good if, uh, if you like fire. Um, Raven Guard, if you like sneaky. Um, I'd, I'd go for one of the Legion chapters, you know, like one of the, the OG chapters. The main ones, yeah, the main, the main 18 that's remaining. Yeah, um, rather than going off onto a successor chapter straight away. Uh, or if you do want to go for a success chapter straight away, then by all means, they just do different things and they've got different specialities. But um, no, I'd, I'd definitely go Marines and I'd probably go for an OG Legion um, chapter. Yeah, that's that's cool. Hmm. And uh, would you... So where would you start with it? Let's say you've you've chosen 
you've chosen your legion. You, you've chosen the Salamanders, for example, or Raven Guard. So where where do you go from there? You've you've had a look at them. You've gone online. You've googled Space Marine chapters. You like the guys that's in black armor, and you've gone, yeah, I want I want the Raven Guard. I like the sneaky guys. They look like emos. I'm into emos. Um, e-girls and all that sort of shit you know <laughs> <laughs> um, and you decided that that is your army of choice so where do you go from there where would you go well I'd, I'd have to decide if i want to play or whether i just want to build them and paint them because they look cool if i was just building and painting because they look cool i'd probably get maybe start collecting box or just a random unit that i thought looked cool yeah um if i wanted to play i'd probably start with again a unit that i thought would look cool but the codex and maybe a robot yeah yeah and obviously the the glue and the paint and stuff but um it the super glue you can get anywhere your side cutters i'd probably say you need them um your craft knife and your i'd probably get maybe a, a nail file you know like an emery board yeah yeah um from wherever but you don't have to worry about drills craft knives saw or anything like that just keep it nice and simple with side cutters um you can get some super glue from anywhere in the memory board and then you can start putting stuff together um and then the 21st time you don't have to worry about mold lines too too much unless you're uh, you're doing it for the for the model itself for the model. If that makes any sense yeah because yeah, you could you could have people coming into 40k who's model painters or dnd players who like to paint models anyway and they're just getting yeah. into 40k so yeah that's a really good piece of advice that mate actually yeah that's a really good piece of advice uh what about you mike what where would you get started and what army would I'd you choose i think i'd start with a duplo set and <laughs> uh and pretend don't, model. <laughs> don't bring up my childhood <laughs> no, it wasn't yours. I thought it was mine. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I think the first thing I'd do is I'd get a, a um, probably go out and I'd probably have a look at it and see what kind I'd have to look at first. And I think, as Tom said, uh, the best thing to get first is a uh, Tom, please stop collecting me box. He's <laughs> um, probably already got three of them already, but I'd, I'd say that's a good, good kind of a good starting point, really, because it's kind of got most of it there and you can just dig around and build stuff up or you could kind of just do what kind of maybe me and scott did when we were younger and just you know just do whatever you just grab some build it if you don't like it whatever just build something else and don't worry too much about trying to get into the actual game because the actual game itself is it takes some time to get used to it really so just, really familiarize, yourself, just familiarize yourself with, with just building and stuff first before you even think about tackling like the twenty thousand page or whatever and the rules and stuff because they ever-changing as well which makes it more difficult um but i i, I mean not so when we were younger it was more like you had to have the codex didn't you because we didn't have phones and we yeah. didn't have although, access to any other rules anyway you, it was a given you couldn't just you couldn't buy a towel box and then you, just, you needed the book but these days you can you could find it all i mean i mean you should, i would say get the codex if you can but if you haven't got 25 quid spare you could always just look at some quick rules online or something as well of how they play and things like that. Um, but then, yeah, you just get your basic glue and stuff. And to be fair, the boxes are pretty good these days. If you look at the back, it tells you what paints. I mean, as they did when we were kids as well, it tells you what paints and stuff you'd need. So you could just kind of pick them up and just have a have a quick mess around with them. And I think if you've got no one to play with, then just go into a store on a Saturday or a Sunday because we've had it where we've been gaming, haven't we, in, in the outpost and some guys just come up and stood and watched us and just 
said, oh, you know, I'm just I'm starting collecting this team and I'm yeah. thinking about that. And it's, you're just like, yeah, fair enough, mate. Yeah, watch. And it's like, no problem with me. It's like, yeah, just, yeah, that's it. And then, and then, and then just, you know, if they want, if they want to join in and just say, we'll be here, like, another time or whatever, or... Yeah, do, yeah, do you know what, mate? Like, yeah. I, I still remember when you had the guy that came up to you when you were playing Nids, and he came mm. up to you and he was like, oh, I, I didn't know if I was going to get these, but yours look amazing. And you were like trying to explain to him how you'd painted them. Was it your Nids or your mm. Admech? I can't remember which one it was. I feel like it might have been your Nids. I'm sure it was Nids, yeah. Yeah, and he was chatting chatting away with you about it and stuff, and it was just nice because he was like, yeah, I wasn't sure what army to get, but I've just seen these, and I really like the look of them now. And like, I like how you painted them and kind of inspired him. To play mm. the nids, whereas he could have been sat there for like that. Uh, could have it could have come a few times and been like, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. I've got no oh, clue. Oh, you meant to the shop, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God's sake. Yes. <laughs> he could have you come to the shop uh, a few times what? and just been like, I don't know what I'm collecting. I don't know where to start. There's way too. I mean, realistically, you walk into a games workshop. Fucking hell! How many models are there? Yeah. How many more? Who's, got, who's wheezing? Is that, Tom, is Tom, that your nose? Tom's wheezing. You are? I'm, I'm wheezing. It sounds like a kettle. <laughs> a small kettle. Yeah, <laughs> Literally sounds like a kettle that just it's can't quite get the bowl, thing. get to boil. It's like stuck I'm at 90 another degrees. Room, boys. Don't, don't worry about me. It's, it's like fine. Stuck at 90 degrees, it keeps going, hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Yeah, uh, yeah, I lost track of him. It was my bad. Oh God, it's up his ass again. <laughs> my God, <laughs> it's inside him. Um, yeah, no, man, that's a, that's a really good way to get started. Like, if, I still remember when we went to start collecting Warhammer again, and there was uh, CSG and there were Dan, and we kind of dragged them along oh. to Games Workshop, and Curtis was like, one of our friends was like. Um, yeah, I definitely want to start playing Warhammer. I'm really, I really want to get into it. And he kind of knew what he wanted. He wanted the Orcs of Goblins. And he'd been given a load of old Orcs and old Goblins. Um, so he had like old school um, like uh, fanatics and stuff. And, and the um, Night Goblins. He had loads of them, do you remember? And yeah. the Spider Riders and stuff. So he started on them. So he went in just to have a look and make sure it was the army for him. And he walked out like, yeah, yeah, I want this. This is the army I want to get. I was like, yeah, cool, sound. So he kind of knew. We took Dan with us. I remember Dan specifically saying before he went in, you'll not find me buying any of these, boys. I'm not <laughs> yeah. buying any of these. And walked out with some silver <laughs> F. <laughs> and it was like, but for That's him, like, he walked in. And like I still remember the story when they thought we were walking in to take, either take the piss or to rob him. Like, and it was like, no, actually, we just actually <laughs> want to play. So we came in, and um, Dan said he felt very overwhelmed with the amount of lore that was given to him. Because there was a lot. He was like, yeah, this is what Sylvaneth do, and this is where they are currently, and this is Age of Sigmar. And, this, and it's a lot when you don't know what you're doing. It's like a massive overload a load of like geek information. It's a hell of a lot. Put you off a bit, can't it? It can do if it's too much in your face. Yeah, it really can do. And like he said, he just he didn't feel really comfortable with it, and he wasn't sure what he was doing, and he just kind of liked them because he liked the model. He didn't have a clue of what the law was. He wasn't bothered about that sort of stuff. He's still not really like even with his Necrons, he doesn't get Necrons yeah. because he likes the law. He gets them because the skeleton boys, and he likes being spooky. That's why Dan plays him. Um, and sometimes, yeah, Games Workshop going in there, the guys know the stuff and they're fantastic at what they do, and they've got a lot of law, a lot of information about them, a lot of tactics, a lot of 
product information before works, but it can be overwhelming if you don't know what you're doing. So I, I would say, yeah, go into a Games Workshop or go into the Games Workshop website. Yeah, 100% do that, 100% do that. But also do a little bit of research. There's certain websites out there like Wapedia and um, other bits and pieces like 1D4chan that'll tell you all about an army. Be careful on 4chan. <laughs> don't go too deep in 4chan. Yeah. But uh, there's there's websites out there that will give you information about your army that you want. Or have a look on Instagram. There's another one. Just have a look at some hashtags and just be like, oh, hashtag Warhammer. Or painting Warhammer is a good uh, one to follow. And you can have a look on there. Or you can check out our Instagram and you have a look on what we're doing. We've got Mike who collects Nids and Raven Guard and Chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom who collects Tau and Raptors. Uh, Space Marines. Uh, myself, I collect uh, Dark Angel Space Marines, uh, Sisters of Battle, Eldar, and Votan, Lisa Votan, the new one. Luke's got his Space Wolves, Custodies, and Orcs. Dan's got his Necrons. Um, yeah, we. My, Martin's got his Thousand Sons. So, like, we've got pretty much the majority of the armies covered. If you want to see what we're up to and see what these armies look like, you can always just start on on our on our Instagram as well. That'll give you a bit of a, a an intro into what we do. The other side well, of stuff... Scott, go on, mate. What is your Instagram, I hear you say? Oh, it's at, at Brews and Bolters. Oh, we're just going that way, are we? Yeah, we're not doing individual <laughs> ones. All oh, right, I thought we were doing individual... Uh, I don't know I need to start uploading some of Brews and Bolters. Yeah, there. you do. Yeah. Every time you upload one and I see it and I look and it's on your own one, I'm like, ugh... Filthy. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> um, yeah, the other side is like when you get started. So I still remember when we started playing 40k. So um, when Dark Imperium box that came out a while ago, uh, me and Martin bought it. My brother Martin bought it. And he started with the Chaos. So he had Chaos Cultists and a few Space Marines. And I had the Dark Angels that was inside it. And um, we tried to play a few games with the rules that was in the eight, 7th edition. Maybe 7th edition? Uh- was it 8th edition Dark Imperium? It might be 7th because it, it had the um, if a vehicle's face in certain ways and scattered ice yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so uh, yeah that's 7th. 7th edition. I love that. I love that edition. That I like. I liked it, but we tried to play it and Dan came to watch it after playing Age of Sigmar, by the way, because Age of Sigmar is very, very user-friendly and new person-friendly. We, put, we played it after um, playing Age of Sigmar and like Dan was like, mate... I ain't got a fucking clue what's going on. And I was like, I know, it's a lot. Uh, Martin was like, yeah, I don't like this. I prefer Age of Sigmar because it just tells you what to roll. And do you know what? Like, you can't really doubt that. Like, yeah, fair play. Like, Age of Sigmar, it says to you, if you're hitting something with your fist, you roll the dice and you need a three plus. If you're throwing something at something or you're firing an arrow, you need a three plus. It tells you exactly what you need to. It's very, very, very new person friendly. And 40K, 7th edition was like, if the hull is facing the front of the vehicle, then you must do toughness versus this. And then and it's just like way too much information. Yeah. Um, and, it put, yeah. You know, and it put us off. It put us off. So what we started doing is actually we got into 40k. We started playing Kill Team. First edition of Kill yeah, Team. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Yeah, that's yeah man. That's how we got into it. So like, I was going to get Grey Knights. I wanted a Grey Knights Kill Team. And I kind of got talked out of it because the amount of models I'd need and it was going to cost me like 60, 70 quid for models of Grey Knights. I was like, fuck this. And then I had my old Dark Angels. 
that was sat there and they said oh no you can just use your dark angels for kill team so i started painting up my dark angels and then i thought oh, i thought oh do you know what? i really want to try the eldari the eldar and i bought a unit of guardians just one unit of guardians box i think it was like 25 quid or something and that's enough for kill team and then we got the kill team book off ebay second hand really really cheap we started printing some terrain 3d printing some terrain and we started having some games of kill team do you remember Mm-hmm. And it was cool. That was your first game, weren't it, Tom? Before you played proper forty k, play kill team. Yes, yeah, I, I remember doing that. To be fair, because I used my raptors. That's raptors. Um, when exploded Dave got his Dave. name. Yeah, when he blew himself up. <laughs> yes, I, I had a tactical sergeant for anybody that, that isn't in the know, um, who had a combi plasma um, rifle. No, pl- bolt gun. Yeah. Combi plasma. But I'll, I'll, I'll call it combi plasma because it, it's easier. Um, and every, every time he shot the bolt gun, he missed. And every time I shot the plasma gun, he exploded. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> so um, he got the very quickly got the nickname Explodey Dave. Yeah, he did. Um, and he's kept up his record every time I've used him since. So um, that's partly the reason why I've gone to town because they, when they use plasma, they don't explode. I thought you meant our Dave. I was thinking, buddy, how was he doing? Yeah, he kicked it off. No, Dave, Dave had um, Necrons, if you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, yeah, he had Necrons. who played quite well with Kill Team with Necrons. I do love the way Dave plays. Like, Dave, are you going to move these? No. Nah. <laughs> when, I play, it, when I played against him, I still remember in the, when we got the tent outside because he had no room to play. So we played outside of the tent. And he had his death, <clears throat> death marks at the back. And he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to advance these. I was like, mate, they're, they're snipers. Like they they can shoot across the board. He's like, yeah, yeah, and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. And they advanced him, and then his Necron warriors, which couldn't see, is like, these are gonna stay here. I was like, they're gonna stay, yeah. yeah. So mate, they can't shoot anything. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. And turn two, I tabled him. I was like, sorry, <laughs> like, I'm really sorry, but like, yeah. They he's playing that old trick where confuse yourself so much that that, that someone else, no one else knows what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you, play, it? you don't know yeah. what you're doing himself, and how can anyone else uh, figure out what he's doing? Exactly tricks? right. Classic Zinch move. Classic Zinch yeah. move. But yeah, we, we we started with that because we thought that would be easier, and especially model count and stuff. And like, I love I love painting, I love uh, creating. So I got to start kit bashing um, some some models and stuff to try and make unique people for Hill Team. Uh, and we did a little campaign, didn't we? Where we did like, oh, they level up and they get the extra to hit, or they get like a reroll for sniping. Yeah. And stuff. And we did all that sort of stuff. It was really really cool. And then we started getting slowly into forty k and playing five hundred point games. Um, and that was that was fun. And then as the time's kind of gone on, like Martin had Blood Angels, and he slowly moved over to uh, his Thousand Sons because he hated how Blood Angels played. Um, oh, so he now he's, Angels, yeah. yeah, and he hated him. He hate absolutely hated him. So he's he's now playing Thousand Sons because he likes the psychic phase. Um, I was playing Eldar for five hundred points, and I slowly built up to like a two and a half thousand point list. Um, and started building up my Dark Angels a little bit to get them so we could play like a Space Marine Royal Rumble and then got Sisters of Battle and had a game against Michael and absolutely spanked his ass. and then he hated it and said they were meta so I sold them and then about a month later I went I need them again because they're really nice <laughs> bought them again <laughs> yeah and at that point they went up again they went even more meta didn't they yeah so mate I double metal meted them didn't I it's the curse of Scott. You can collect any any army you pick in the book, and then as soon as Scott buys it, it becomes mayor. That's just, that's just Scott's gift. I, I, I didn't know you were collecting Tyranid Scott. 
<laughs> Mate, all I do is I uh, increase the um, I increase the usability. That's all it is. The win rate shoots up, makes them more meta, and that's how we roll. That's all the winning Tells me he's got a sixty-five inch shot on that when I, when my uh, my plane was. Remember that one, Scott? I do. What I said was, let's be fair. What I said was. Yeah, can you imagine if I had something that I could do to shoot you when you <laughs> came in and you went... You, know, you measured it up and everything, and I was like, right, well, I won't bring him on then if you can shoot it. Yeah, like, and then you brought in at the other end of the table and went, can oh, you do that? And I went, no. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, oh, you're okay, okay. Games, I, just, I, I was like, oh, I'll leave it then. And then, uh, yeah. You, you just knew that sister squad would have got absolutely wrecked if I brought that on. It was funny, mate. It was funny. Uh, yeah, I sold them afterwards, though, so you got your revenge. Um, yeah, and now well, I'm hey, like... What, what Sister. Sister. Oh, yeah, didn't you? Yeah. Sold them and bought them back again. Yeah, I'm like literally like three months behind now because I sold them and then started again. <laughs> and the painting in the same paint scheme and everything as well. It's just oh, so much work, so much work. Happens, mate. Happens. I'm slapping some paint on right now because I uh, I can barely see what I'm doing. I've, I need to re- look at the camera setup for next time because I'm miles away from where I normally am. I normally have got them in my face and I can't really see what I'm doing. I'm not enjoying not enjoying the painting angle. But yeah, if it was me as a new player, I would 100% uh, go to Games Workshop or something, uh, try not to get overwhelmed, or if you don't like the idea of being overwhelmed and like sold to. Because let's be fair, no matter what, they are salespeople. Yes, they're there for a service mm-hmm. and they're going to try and get you involved in their stuff, but you know they, they are there to make money. That's what the business is there for. It's not there to provide a service. It's not... Not a park. You don't go there for free. Yeah. Like you know, you, you, when you go in there, you're buying. Like standing outside the door, Are you purchasing today, boy? Get the hell out of here, man. So yeah, you've got to you've got to understand that's what they're going to do when you go in there. But also the flip side of that is, um, is if you if you don't like that idea, research it online. Definitely have a look at. You can start collecting sets. But one thing Luke's taught me is have a look on eBay. Hmm. Mm. Like yeah, he, he got an absolute steal of a deal, right? So Dan obviously collects Necrons. Dan had a thousand points, but didn't really want to buy any extras and stuff. He didn't know what he wanted. Luke was keeping an eye out on eBay, and one of the big box sets that came out, which was like two hundred pounds, um, someone yeah. had split the box set and didn't want one half of it, and they'd put it on eBay. And Luke found it and paid like thirty quid for it for the entire lot, like two hundred pounds nearly worth of bottles. So we got them. Obviously, I, I airbrushed them, sprayed them up and stuff. It took me less than four hours just to do a very, very basic paint on all of these minis because they're basically like metal skeletons. So it was dead easy to do. And now Dan's got like two, two and a half thousand points worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's all from like all from eBay. Luke does that a lot because he, he likes painting. But when he's having a game, he wants to just get the stuff and get them there. So like all of his Space Wolves, I think, I don't think he's painted a single Space Wolf. All of his Space Wolves have been bought on eBay painted. They're so good, though, aren't they? And they, they are really good. <clears throat> yeah, and you might, like, cause yeah. you might you might find people like us who's painted the army up for ages and actually has either got bored of it or could do with making some space. And it's just like, let's just get rid of it. I don't want £400 for it. I just want to get rid of it. Sure, he's not related to David Dickinson or something. Cause he's getting, he gets some right deals, doesn't he? He does get some right deals, yeah. He does get some right deals. Yeah, he's, um, he's, a, he's, he's a bargain hunter, isn't he, Luke? It might be in his DNA, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just something about him. Yeah, he has like curly bits inside of his head and stuff as well. Sometimes, <laughs> if you noticed. 
he's no he's he's really good he's really good at bargain hunting for it and he's got a lot of the terrain as well that we play with as well he's kind of gone and found that and got it for really cheap as well which has been cool um but that's that's what how i would recommend if you're going to start off and try and have a look at either someone that's flogging it because what you might find as well and you see this quite a lot on the facebook groups people will be saying like I really don't want to do this, but I'm having to sell my army because something's happened. I've lost my job or something, um, and um, I can't afford food. So take advantage. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you 15 quid. I'll give you 15 yeah. quid. Do you want to eat? Yeah, I'll give you some pot noodles for it. Um, so, yeah, take, take obviously don't rip people off. That's not what we're saying. But if there's someone that's selling an army and it's like a third of the value for it and it's something you're interested in, you can pick it up and it's like 90% done or even fully, fully painted, bloody buy it because someone else will if you don't. These gas prices right now, there will probably be a lot of people are selling it on, won't they? Yeah. To be fair, you could probably pick up an army, put it, put it, uh, melt it down into, into like plastic fumes and power your house on it for cheaper than what the gas is right now. Yeah, probably. You know, I'm sorted for my energy crisis. Yeah. Don't do what Tom does. For anyone who's interested, we'll put a picture up on our Discord. Link will be in the uh, description, Spotify description podcast thing below. Have a look on there. Tom uh, will put a picture up of all of his stuff. But he had crates upon crates of stuff when he moved. Uh, of unbuilt, may I add, unbuilt <laughs> miniatures. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've I've got a really bad Warhammer 30k or Horus Heresy addiction, and um, that's what most of it is. If I'm being absolutely honest, um, I'm slowly starting to work through it, but it takes me a long time because it's all resin. I need to heat it up and bend stuff and all sorts. So uh, it's finding the time to get it done. Yeah, man. Um, it might not be a show of every single model. It's probably just going to be a couple of boxes, um, but they are substantial boxes um, at the foot of my old stairs when I uh, when I used to live at home. Take me to how would you feel? How do you, when you have no models left, Tom, how do you feel? Like if you if you had no models, would you feel like <laughs> you need to buy some more? Or what um, is well, you mean that mythical time when I've got nothing unbuilt and nothing unpainted? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know because that's never ever going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the true addiction of plastic crack right here. Yeah. When when you don't know when your models are going to end, like I I can see an end in sight. I've got maybe a thousand points left out of fifteen hundred points of sisters to paint, and I've probably got a thousand points of Eldar and a thousand points of uh, of Dark Angels, and then probably a thousand points to be fair of Votan. About four thousand points remaining. And I will be clear of all my models until I start painting Curse City or the other things that I have up on my shelf. Something new comes out. A new Tom's yeah. collecting box comes out. <laughs> Tom's collecting box comes out, and I need that. But I can see an yeah. end in sight. When you don't know what you have left to paint, that's not an addiction anymore. That's a physical problem. Like you can probably get, <laughs> you can probably get some sort of like disability for that. Get some help for that. I'd, I yeah, I need some help, boys. <laughs> um, yeah, I think at the minute, is it nine or 10,000 points oh. worth of 30k I've got left to paint? Um, and then a couple thousand points of Tau, etc. I suppose the good thing is, though, Tom, like I, so, so far we've been an hour and I've not even finished one base colour on my Hospitaller. 
Um, she's probably going to take me 20 hours or so. Uh, it's going to probably take me about six hours to get the cloak right or how I want it. Um, I'm currently putting highlights on the armor of the dead person on her base. I don't know why I'm doing this because this person's dead. But um, it'll look sick when I've done it. So um, you you don't go to this level of detail. So that's one of your saving graces, mate. Because if you did, <laughs> fuck. We might, um, we'll set you up a Twitch account where all you do is you sit and paint and people pay you money. And it'll be like distractions. <laughs> like we'll just have a massive horn that goes off. Someone pays yeah. $10 and it just goes in your ear and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. And you mess up your painting and you sit there again for another 20 hours fixing it. That would be hilarious. <laughs> if only. I, um... stage, we can put a shock collar on you if you ever want to Oh, God. No. It's not a box shock. I've got a mate that's got a dog with a shock. Well, I say shock collar. It's like a vibrating collar. But, um, you know, those shock pens, those joke shock pens that you get. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like that when he puts it on shock mode. Um, so, it, obviously, he doesn't hurt his dog for anybody that's an animal lover. It's, it's approved by, like, dog trainers and all sorts. So, uh, he, he's not hurting his dog. But, um, he made me, dog, but. <laughs> <laughs> he, he made me put it on. And uh, it, does, it might not hurt dogs, but fuck me, is it annoying. <laughs> Yeah, if if we get paid enough, I'll uh, I might invest in a shot collar that I'll I'll stream on Twitch me painting, um, and if anyone doesn't have a painting job, you can shock me. That's a right idea. That is a right idea. Um, so yeah, and that, I suppose that's the last thing we can kind of touch on today um, is like with the painting aspects and stuff of it as well. So. Um, I've been while I've been painting tonight on the on the video on the stream, um, and for anyone who's watching at home on the or listening at home on the podcast, I've been using a mix of Vallejo and Games Workshop Citadel paints. Now, being honest, Citadel is probably a really good place to start because the paint quality is actually quite good on the majority of them. Don't buy whites because the whites are just absolute dog shit chalk. It's awful, but everything else is quite good. Vallejo. If you buy the game colour ones, um, they're it shit. But the model colour are a lot better. So uh, that's a good place to get started as well. The good, the benefit I find, and I'm going to kind of demonstrate this in just a second on the video, but for those at home who's listening, um, I'll explain. The benefit that I find is the Citadel ones are in these little little squat tubs and the problem is, is the one that I'm even showing now, which is Retributor Armour, is just fucked. It's absolutely ruined. You can't really close the lid anymore because the paint has dried in all the lid and it's just awful. Whereas if I get a Vallejo one, for example, it's in a dopper bottle. And the dopper bottle, you take the lid off and you put down as much as you want. And there's no messing about it. You don't have to put the brush into the paint or anything like that. So I would get started on that. Don't buy posh brushes when you're starting out. Buy synthetic. Buy them from something like the range. Um, clippers is a good one. Yes, I would recommend plastic glue rather than super glue to start with because plastic glue melds the stuff together. It's a stronger bond um, and it's less likely to stick your fingers together because unless you're made of plastic, it won't work on you. Whereas super glue, you're going to get something stuck to you. You're going to get stuck to your fingers. You're going to ruin it and then you're going to be pissed off with yourself. So I'd recommend plastic glue over that to start with. Uh, and then, yeah, I completely agree with, with Tom and Mike. If you've got the money, buy the books. 
even just to, just to understand them a little bit more and to see what some of the other model ranges are because Games Workshop do do an absolutely fantastic um, display piece in the book. So you find a lot of artwork in there. That's that's uh, it's designed to kind of get you thinking and think. Oh, I could do with that in my army. And they do a really good job at doing that. It does look good, like it does look good. It does look good. Cool. Any final thoughts, boys? Uh, no. If you if you don't know where to start, ask somebody. And if you want to get started, do it, even if none of your mates do, because there is always someone out there that will help you. And they're not your true friends unless they support your dreams. Yeah. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> what about you, Mike? If, if the true friends will take short hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true friends are fucking hard to come by, apparently, mate. Okay, yeah, that's true. Not a good one. Um, yeah, uh, just the usual, really, yeah. Just get get on it and do what you want and don't eat yellow snow good yeah classic that is a, that is a classic thank you mate thank you mate um, final words from me is um you can always check out our um discord link will be in the description below you can see what we're up to on there and you can also ask us questions in general so if you if you're unsure about stuff and you want a bit of advice we'll try and help you out and same with our facebook as well so you can go onto our facebook group page um, you can speak to us on there, ask a question directly if you want to, to one of us, and we'll we'll answer it for you. And we'll try and give you some advice and stuff based on that as well. Um, and hopefully we can help you get started. And we want to try and build a big community. My dream for the channel and stuff going forward would be for us to be able to do some Patreon-sponsored events so people from around the UK could even come along and we could have like a hobby day with you and show you some stuff, or we could even um, do some competitions and stuff. So that's that's the dream. Um, but yeah, get get your local local gaming. Have a look at your smaller stores rather than just your James Workshops as well, because a lot of those guys know what they're doing as well. Um, a lot of them are startup businesses, so they could probably do with some support. But that's it for us today, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget again to check us out on Facebook on our Facebook page at Bruise and Bolters, uh, Instagram at Bruise and Bolters. Don't follow Tyrant of Paint because he's a cunt, but Bruise and Bolters <laughs> is fine. <laughs> Oh, I thought we might have to escape the C word, but it's still at the end. <laughs> yeah. It's right at the end, so you know that's fine. Um, well, isn't this, isn't this the time when everyone starts grabbing a brew now? And, uh, is it what? <laughs> this when Luke tells everyone to grab a brew now, lad. Yeah, <laughs> grab a brew, brew, pull up a pew. We'll see you in two. Apparently, according to Luke Gibbs. But yeah, cheers for joining us. We appreciate your support. Again, you can follow us Discord and say hello to the guys and stuff. Uh, link is in the description below. Uh, and we will catch you on the next episode. Love to your family, and uh, see you next time. Bye. Cheers, guys. Ta-ra. Ta-ra.